self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another episode candy girl you are my world i'm not gonna you might you should have hit that high note hell no no i ain't gonna do that to them not at the beginning of the show that's that's kind of cruel do you be watching them videos on facebook where they have they be singing a song but they have like nine versions of themselves doing the beats and all that stuff yeah i can't do that shit it's a dude that did like a new edition one Mm -hmm. it sounds good he had one of those machines where teddy riley used to use on black street oh yeah and you know manipulate your voice Mm -hmm. it sounded real good i I think i saw it i didn't watch it but I saw it. Like it's been passed around a lot. I like my videos. That should be sounding good. I don't have the voice to do that. <laughs> I, I have one key and it's just bad. I just I mean, I like remakes and stuff like that of songs. You wouldn't like it if I did. I know my strengths and also my weaknesses. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not saying that they encourage you to sing. <laughs> I'm just saying people sing. They do. And they sound amazing. And they sound good. Yes. You get auto tune your voice though. Nuh-uh. Get some T Pain action. I don't even know that auto tune would help that. It helped Kanye. I guess it don't really help. No, Kanye. really. Mm-mm. He tried to. Yeah, he do. Anyway, yep. <laughs> I need y'all to go check out the website www.conversationconartist.com. Check out our uh, old episodes, our new episode articles, links to the episodes, as well as being able to leave us some feedback. You can find me on Twitter at m i s t e r underscore on point, and I can be found at red underscore calamity. And I'm tweeting now, y'all. I be on that shit all the time. So follow me. I fell off this this past week. I did not back. tweet as much. I did good though, cause I wasn't tweeting at all. So yeah. it, one tweet a week is better than what the fuck I was doing. Understood. Which was nothing. Um. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into the website or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversation con artists with an S at gmail.com. Um, and the question for this week is going to be if your parents disapprove of the person that you are dating, does that make a difference to you? Like, would you break up with them because of that? Uh, I've had experience with this with my parent uh, well not parents my mother specifically she has expressed her disdain for two people I don't really first of all let me say this I don't bring people home just because my family's fucking crazy one and I just feel like that's some shit to wait you know you need to really like me so that meeting them crazy motherfuckers won't sway you to be like fuck this shit I can't deal with this so I make people wait a while and most people don't make it to the meet my parents stage like I'm not one of these people that be in such a hurry to like introduce people to my parents so the reason why this has only happened twice is because I hardly ever bring niggas home to meet my parents so the first one was when I was in high school and I mean I think she just disapproved because he was like two years older than me and the nigga was from New York and she didn't trust him and she had every right to feel that way but of course i'm i'm 16 and he was you know he's everything i was so white girl dramatic um when it came to dudes when i was younger so she telling me like she still let me date him but she was real strict about like the winds and the weds and the house and she just didn't trust him and she was very right because he ended up getting somebody pregnant while we were together 
And then y'all know I ain't got no kids, so it wasn't me. <laughs> um, and then the second one was when I was in college, and I brought him home. We went to church with her. We went out to eat. On the way back to the college, she called me, and she was like, uh-uh. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, uh-uh. I was like, I'm going to call you when I get Because I can't discuss this. The nigga sitting next to me. So I get back to my room and I call her. I'm like, what are you talking about? She was like, right, that ain't going to work. He too slick. What do you mean he too slick? He too smooth. I done dated men like that. It ain't going to work. And I was like, you met him one time. You don't know him. He's amazing. He's always treated me great. You're just jealous and all of this bullshit. My mom was like, look. Do whatever you want to. Keep saying, don't bring him back to my house. I don't want him in here. I was like, are you serious? Really? She was like, I'm dead serious. Don't bring him back here. And it this one took a little longer for her to be right about, but she was absolutely right. He was just hoeing all around uh, the campus. So she ended up being right. But in both instances, you will notice that I fucking didn't listen. Now, I'm older now, in my 30s. I will... I've learned to to respect my mom's opinion. So while I would take that into consideration, it wouldn't be like a, a end all. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's something. If if the person is the right person and, and and is actually a good person, I feel like that's something that can be bridged. Like sometimes people be having their family members too involved in their relationships, so then the family members see this bullshit that they did this one time, and family don't forgive. You know what I'm saying? Like you might forgive because your emotions to. are invested. Family don't give a fuck. They don't care nothing about that nigga. So after he do something, all I know is he made you cry. I'm done with it by then. You know. So I feel like I would take it into consideration, but I wouldn't like let it be my determining factor. But I've learned that usually when my mama says somebody ain't shit, they usually ain't shit. So, <laughs> so for me, my family been pretty hands off as far as relationships go. That's because you're a dude. Be well, a chick. no, no, because my dad was locked up. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and because my grandma and my granddad was old Ain't nobody go over their house and deal with them Like my grandparents were old when I was born <laughs> They were in their 70s Late 60s maybe when I was born Damn. You know so yeah. And my mama was just in church All the time You know But I didn't have that many relationships But the ones I had Like my first relationship I was 16 And she was 23 I don't think my mama to this point knows How old that that she was How the fuck did you end up with a 23 year old I don't know she, you, you be asking her how the fuck She ended up with a 16 year old Like that question is for her <laughs> You know Which was technically falls in the pedophile range Yes, yes it does <laughs> You know especially given it answers But because it's a Because the youngest person was the male And the oldest person was not Mm-hmm. Then that it goes into that societal standards yeah, of you just the man. Yeah. You pulled a twenty three year old exactly. What? Yeah. But if it were me, around. it would be like, oh my god, yeah. he's a horrible he person. He's going to jail. He's taking advantage of this young girl. <laughs> he's going to jail. Yes, he is. But my family had a hands off. My college relationships, family had a hand had had their hands off. It ain't. I never really had a measure of who I should and shouldn't be with except for the people around me you know the people around me would be like you know she crazy right <laughs> or you know you know she be messing around with people right 
You know, it, it's been that kind of situation in Romney just because my family ain't never really met anybody that I talked to up until my last situation. Yeah. You know, but they all think that I make the best decisions on earth ever. So I think I don't think they'll ever challenge it. I don't think they'll ever challenge They've never challenged anything that I've done, anything I wanted to do, except for living with my last girlfriend. They challenged that, but that's just because of Christianity. Oh, yeah. Not because they disagreed with what I was, with my decisions. They yeah. disagreed with what God say about my decisions. See, I have the, well, not even the opposite. Like, everybody thinks that I'm always okay and good and make good decisions, except for when it comes to niggas. Like, my younger brother joke all the time, like, you got shit taste. Like, it's the worst. He's, I don't think he, he, the one person that he did like he didn't like he liked what he thought he was gonna be able to provide because for whatever reason my younger brother thought that i was gonna marry this dude and we was just gonna be bestowing gifts upon gifts on him and i was like where you get this from you not my kid the fuck why would we be buying you stuff all the time he was like but he's stupid he'll do it and he probably would have been buying my brother's shit that was part of the reason why we didn't end up together because he didn't have no backbone i need somebody who can i'm i'm a lot i do a lot i say a lot i need somebody that could be like hey red you know what you're doing too much right now he was not that dude he just let me do whatever the fuck i wanted to and say what not never was he like you you might want to calm down just a smidge he, he wasn't gonna do that because he was like a like a yes man it, it didn't matter what the fuck when we were <laughs> this was like a high school relationship that he never could let go of i we i got out of college like he was still trying to get back together when we were in high school i worked at food world and there was another guy that worked at food world that liked me that asked me to go to his prom he went to a different school now i asked my boyfriend at the time just to see what he was gonna say you know what this nigga said well i mean if you want to go that's that's fine yeah you should go if that's what you want to do let me tell you something had he come to me <laughs> and said some bitch had asked him about going to her prom nigga you the fact that you came and asked me this is a problem because you already fucking knew that that's not okay you know what i'm saying like he was just gonna let like he was not gonna tell me no i don't want that i don't want somebody that ain't gonna tell me when i'm wrong that ain't gonna tell me no you don't need that like that ain't what i want i don't want somebody that's just gonna do it shit my dogs i'm trying to train these motherfuckers i think we talked about this on the podcast before probably because it goes into the story of my 16 year old with this 23 year old relationship (laughs) where i got to work at mcdonald's and we had a whole conversation in the back area about if your if my girl had asked me to go out with another dude and they was like I slap her and they was like being dudes you know I wasn't responding because I don't get into that kind of conversation I don't get into man alpha male conversation bullshit I just I be like I'm, I'm out and they were like I and they were I, they were doing slapping animations to the the meeting we were just throwing stuff around like I slam just all kind of crazy stuff I dudes be I just didn't know that. It was supposed to be her asking me that she had asked me yet and they were having a conversation mm-hmm. about what they knew she was gonna ask me because oh. one of them dated her sister she had a twin sister one of them dated her Wait, sister she came and asked you if she could go out with somebody else not yet mind you right now i'm having a conversation with these dudes about no, this. but i'm saying after that yes, she did. yes she did about this scenario so <laughs> i'm like 
Why you like you grown as fuck? You do what you want to do. Now, from the decisions you make, I get to make decisions. You know what I'm saying? If it's okay for you as choosing on your own to go out with people, then you know, I would assume that it's okay for me to do the same thing. Like, if you grown, this is just my perspective. If you grown, I'm not gonna tell another grown person what the fuck they can and can't do. But if you do it, I can make decisions about that. If we in a relationship and you ask me if you can go with a dude, you grown. You know it's expected of relationships. <laughs> if you want to do what you want to do, do it. And if you go, don't be surprised if all my shit gone when you get back. <laughs> like I'm not the kind of person that's gonna chain link you to me. I'm not, I'm not gonna chain link you to me, but you also ain't finna come ask me no stupid shit. Like who asked somebody that? That's what I'm saying. What who I'm saying is that? at the point that you ask me a stupid question like that. You deserve, I don't deserve, you don't deserve me in this situation. I want you to just do it and I want you to see how it spirals into some shit that you don't want to happen. I'm not going to say no, you can't do it to a person that would do it if I didn't say no. Yeah. I want to know right now that you would do that shit <laughs> so that I can get the fuck on. I don't want to wait two years down the line and be like, hey, can I go do a comedy show with my friend? Uh, <laughs> a male friend? Yes. If you want to go, go. <laughs> Who am I? I was probably saying just like oh that. Oh my god! If you want to go, you can go. Oh lord! Who am I to stop you? You're grown. <laughs> See that? <laughs> you can't trust that tone of voice at all. Like I didn't go to the prom. I never wanted to go. I just wanted because I knew I wanted to see how far his. It's not even that he was apathetic. I just wanted to see how far his inability to just be like, girl, no, went. And when I, I saw that, I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> even at, at eight, 17, 18, however the fuck old I was at the time, like, that is not something. I've never wanted somebody who just going to give me everything I want. Like, I just don't want that. I don't want that. I need somebody who's going to challenge me. I need somebody that's going to be able to go toe-to-toe with me. Because, again, I'm a lot. I debate. I do all of this shit. And I don't want nobody who's... You right. Yeah, you right. What? Sometimes I'm not right. Sometimes I'm fucking wrong as shit. I need you to be able to tell me when that is. And he was not capable of that. But I would never plan on going. Like, And even when he told me that was fine... I still didn't go. I was like, you all just let me go with this nigga. Who, at this point, the dude had been leaving, like, cards on my car. Like, I would get off work. He would get off before me. And then when I got off work, it would be, like, a card with, like, a fucking poem or some shit. And, like, oh, a flower. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know this dude because I've been telling you this shit. So, you know he doing all of this. And yet, you're going to say, oh, that girl, if you want to go, I think you should go. And it wasn't in the way that you saying it where it's gonna be some repercussions. He was like, like he was okay with he it. He would have legit let me go and been like, How'd it go? Did you have a good time? <laughs> like, the fuck? But yeah. So what about your kids one day? How do you expect to handle I really if they get into a, 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 a situation? Oh, and I don't like them. Yeah. Like my mama. I'm gonna be like, look, you do what you want. I can't tell you, but don't bring it to my house. Do what you want to. Be with him. Go ahead. Don't bring the nigga to my house, though. Because you grown. I can't tell you that you can't be with this person, but I can tell you who ain't going to come in my house. Don't bring him to the cookout because I'm going to show my ass. I feel like I won't <laughs> have to tell them not to bring him to my house because I feel like when they do come to the house, I'll be doing so much psychological warfare <laughs> that they're going to be like, hell no. I am not going to. Like, I'm definitely not going to be no cleaning my pistol out of no shotgun type oh, bed. No. I'm definitely not going to be that. You know, but I'm definitely gonna ask him some uncomfortable ass questions. You know, I pro- my mom 
my mom asked the questions you would expect like a parent to ask and she was cordial enough you know she wasn't rude to him or nothing but like as soon as we left she called me she was like "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh like she literally i picked up the phone and she said "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh i was like what Mm -mm, nope that ain't gonna work what and i'm like you know i'm in the car with this thing i can't talk about this because i don't want him to know that you don't like him you know what i'm saying and i think he eventually figured it out because then i had to be like oh no i'm just gonna run home real quick you ain't gotta come no it's i'm just it gonna be like a quick trip you know what I'm, I'm having to make up shit because you can't come with me because i know my mom and she meant that shit when she said i'm bringing him to the house she meant that shit now she was cordial that first time had i brought him back to the house my mom is the kind of person who would have been like look now i told her not to bring you back here i was trying to be nice but she didn't brought you back so now i'm gonna say what i want to say <laughs> and she would have gave him a list of reasons why she thought he won shit and why she didn't want me dating him but how she wasn't gonna make that choice for me but he was not welcome in the house like my mom is the kind of person that would like tell somebody that to their face like she that person she'll do that she will totally do that so i knew not to take this motherfucker back to the house because i knew that this was not an idle threat this is what she was gonna do and i will probably be the same way i can't choose for you all i can do you ask me how i felt i'm telling you how i felt this my house i pay the bills don't bring that motherfucker back here same way with these little heifers if i have a son don't bring that heifer back here (laughs) and when she trap you with this baby don't come in here asking for no help with that child because i'm telling you now she ain't shit but if you want to stay with her cool just don't bring her back to my house how much do you think how you were raised has to do with how you end up choosing relationships a ton like a ton if you look at how people that grow up in households with with dysfunctional a, a dysfunctional parent unit they usually end up in because that's what your example of what relationships look like i feel like that's gonna be I guess, and i guess it depends on how how you interpret it because sometimes you follow suit because it wasn't bad you, enough yeah, and sometimes it's bad go, enough to where you you go to the opposite direction yeah and, and i mean i in my own life that's what i've done is i have made attempts to go in the opposite direction and i think for the most part i've succeeded in that my failures in relationship hasn't been the same failures of my parents it's been like me just like picking ain't shit niggas i don't really know <laughs> like it hasn't been me falling into the trap that i feel like my parents fell into it's just been me i think low self-esteem i would probably blame that mostly for the especially early jennifer uh shit damn it <laughs> i think the mistakes of, of of young red were definitely just low self-esteem and like so when somebody liked me i was just so like really like okay so i wasn't even looking at whether or not this was an appropriate person you know what i'm saying i was just so smitten by the fact that somebody liked me that i wasn't checking for what the fuck he had going on and so i ended up in a bunch of like stupid ass relationships that like me looking back now i would never like i wish a motherfucker would come up to me with some of the shit that some of these dudes had going on because i would be like no mm-mm, no that's, thank you that's how it was for me in terms of I don't know if it was quite self-esteem, but I just didn't have the words to say to bring people to my team, I guess. Yeah. So I was an absolute quiet dude from till 23 years old, roughly. <laughs> and so my first two relationships was basically 
the only people that were aggressive enough to say, yeah. hey, I'm feeling you. Yeah. You know, and so that was the one relationship. Then the second relationship was the same way. And then the, the third situationship, when the relationship <laughs> was, you know, eHarmony website. So it was very passive. Okay. I'm sorry. This is so stupid and so inappropriate. But I just, because you said something about online dating, <laughs> I just want to, can I read this message that I got? I still have my POF up. Mm-hmm. And I don't, not for like dating purposes, just because it's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of dudes in prison on there. And so a guy in prison sent me this message. Now, keep in mind, on my profile, I dressed as Storm from X-Men like two years ago for Halloween. And so, one of my pictures is me dressed as Storm. So, I'm going to assume that's where the fuck he pulled this from. So, and my my name has poetic in it. So, like, a lot of niggas send me poems because they think that's they in, I guess. And most of the time, it's like <laughs> they never wrote a poem before in their life and they just made an <laughs> attempt to look deep and shit. So, okay. You're the cutest storm that live. Can you rain poetry, extend your you exceptions, and get to know me? I love your profile. Your soul stand out. I'll be your poetic Adam that you speak about. Who is my Eve? Is she really authentic and essential beauty from another dimension? I came through the universe in search of my love to find that she was a storm from the heavens above. Let's go back to the garden, my love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was he in jail? Yes. Damn. Yes, yes, he was. Yeah. And his profile leads me to believe that somebody else wrote that shit because, like, as, as terrible as that was, that's him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Booed up. I know you sitting with this nigga (laughs) on the bed, and y'all like, what the fuck? But that's one of his pictures on his profile. But his profile is as stupid as that poem sounded. His profile is so like just like an illiterate ass motherfucker wrote it. So either somebody else wrote his profile or somebody else wrote that poem. They were not written by the same person. So I don't know if he went to a nigga in the cell block and was like, yo, I need you to write a poem about a storm for this girl. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I only reason that I keep plenty of fish is because of gems like that. Because like I would be having a terrible day and sometimes I'll just go read the messages and I'll come across. I laughed at that for a good 15 minutes when I first read it. Like I just... Because you took all of this because I was dressed as Storm from fucking X-Men. And you just turned it into this long-ass point. What the fuck? That was just hilarious to me. Sorry. I just went <laughs> off on a complete tangent. But you said E-Harmony, and that just made me think of that shit. Yeah. But, that, I mean, my just my attempts to be in relationships have been pretty passive. You know, it's just... just I mean, my attempts are still passive because... I'm at, <laughs> Nobody ever believes me when I say this. I'm actually an extraordinarily shy person. (laughs) Like, I think because my personality, once people get to know me, is so big, they think that I'm like that all the time. I'm not. Like, I'm super. I don't go up to folks. Like, I can see somebody that I found interesting. I ain't going up to him and say what? I don't know what to say. And when I get nervous, my go-to is sarcasm. So then I come off looking like an asshole instead of somebody who's interested in talking to you. So... 
my issue has always been that I only talk to the people that come up to me because I'm too shy to go up to people and I think that's been another fucking problem that's why I thought online would be better because I, I can compile I can think about what I'm gonna say as opposed to like in person where it's like I automatically have to give a response or I automatically have to think of something online I get a chance to think about my response but shit this motherfuckers online are crazy so yeah but yeah so I guess the the moral of the story is that I take into consideration what my parents think, mom specifically, but I would not let that be the complete determining factor. I mean, my all my parents need, all my mama need is a template. <laughs> is she a Christian? <laughs> Does she go to church? <laughs> the answer to which those things might likely be no <laughs> in the future, but... She gonna ask them questions, you know. Because that's what's important to her. Yeah, that's what's important to her. She don't, she wouldn't, at the point that I made my decision, she just gonna go with it. She ain't gonna challenge it. She ain't gonna, you know, talk bad about it. My mama will. Yeah. (laughs) Shit. Okay, so I guess that answered it. We always ramble the fuck on. Me especially, I feel like. But anyhow, if you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into the website or you can send it into our Gmail account, which is Conversation Con Artist with an S at gmail.com. Okay, so if you remember or if you don't and you never known, me and Red are therapists. Mm-hmm. We are therapists that work in the community. We work with families, work with kids, but we have traditional training that, you know, goes into human behavior. Yes. And so I think the term as far as Donald Trump is involved has been thrown around a lot is narcissist he's a narcissist he's a narcissist and so we're going to go over some of the criteria in the dsm-5 that makes him diagnosable for narcissistic personality disorder and keep in mind that he only needs five of these nine in order to obtain a diagnosis of being narcissistic now we went through all the personality disorders to we get did. to this. So we're going to give y'all an added bonus of antisocial Social personality <laughs> disorder as well. Yes. But we're going to go through these and just see if we can highlight some of the stuff he been doing that to fall, indicate. Yeah. Now, the thing that I always like to say about the DSM is the DSM is not a be-all, end-all as far as this is what you are. It's just a collection of patterns that puts you in this classified group so that people can know how best to address those behaviors yeah. in terms of therapy and fixing it it's not like so don't go get a dsm and start trying and start to diagnose, reading people, and diagnose in your people in your environment it's just it's heavily contextual in in our society and in our field of psychology i can't tell you how many times i had people come in like telling me what they diagnosis <laughs> is like well if you know it, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. you know so it's it's not so that you get a label because a label of whatever behaviors that you're experiencing is only the beginning. Yeah. That label is something that's supposed to lead the therapist down a path of helping, you know, rehabilitate you from whatever's going on or help you, you know, cope better with what's going on. Now, narcissism is one of those things where you're going to have it forever. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to be that way forever. You're just going to be an asshole. And you're going to be a th- in therapy forever if yeah. you get therapy for it. Now and usually they don't seek out therapy. It's either court-ordered or they're coming for somebody else now in their I mean, life. Therapy can't help a narcissist in the context that if it's causing you a lot of problems in your environment, it can lose things. It can teach you to 
make different decisions that will influence people differently. The thing is, they won't believe that they need to make them decisions. Nope. <laughs> you know, because it ain't them; it's everybody. Yeah. Else. yeah. So that becomes a situation with narcissism. Yeah. Not only that, but everybody has a healthy level of narcissism. Like everybody got that healthy le- le- healthy level of needing to be admired, and you know that grandiose feeling. It, it, it when it when they exist so much is good but the dsm as we're going to go through just points out the extremes of that i guess all right so narcissistic personality disorder diagnostic criteria okay the way that they define this is a pervasive pattern of grandiosity in fantasy or behavior need for admiration and lack of empathy beginning by early adulthood and present in a variety of contexts as indicated by five or more of the following Now, of these nine, number one is has a grandiose sense of self-importance. For example, exaggerates achievements and talents, expects to be recognized as superior without consummated achievements. I mean, that's his whole fucking life. Exactly. That's him every day of the week. Expected to be rewarded for just regular ass shit. Yeah. And a grand, is that the, did you say, is that the one that the grandiose idea? Yeah, the grandiose. Grandiose sense of self-importance. Yeah. Exaggerates achievements and talent. Like it don't matter what he do. Yeah. He does it better than everybody. Yep. And his inauguration, even though we got photos showing it wasn't as many people, my inauguration was amazing. There was billions of people there. And that's what makes it extreme because we with our eyes can see that it wasn't as many people there as President Obama's inauguration. But the fact that he needs to convince you and himself that it was more people that's that grandiose sense of, of self and he gonna go to his grave believing that like he had a picture of a cl- the thing is not a zoomed out photo he had a picture that made it look like a lot he got that shit hanging up in the white house right the fuck now <laughs> do you know that he replaced the congressional library he took all the books out of the congressional library and replaced them with just his books <laughs> did you know that i did not know that yeah. one that all is, the yes. books he done wrote yeah or commission the people to write. Yes. The fuck? <laughs> Likely. Okay, so we know he That's meets number criteria one. number one. <laughs> yes. Criteria number two is preoccupied with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. Okay, his wife, for a perfect example, um, she's a Stepford wife. She she outwardly is what he wants people like he wants her she he feels like she makes him look good because it's like a she's his trophy wife she had all this work done I, she looked plastic as fuck but in his eyes he got this young looking you know fit ass wife yeah um i'm inclined to believe that most presidents are likely narcissists on a higher like oh, have some degree of narcissistic yeah. personality disorder not, not narcissistic personality but they have high levels of narcissism yeah I don't know if all of them be diagnosable, but so I just think that the attainment of the position of president mm-hmm. represents that seeking of that unlimited power, you know, in itself. But that wasn't enough for him because now he's making these executive orders that infringe upon people's rights. Like he took it a step above just winning the presidency. Yeah, so as to where I think a lot of presidents have high levels of narcissism. What makes his that extreme of narcissistic personality disorder is that he's taking that unlimited power and he is shotgunning different executive disorders like back to back to back to back. Yep. You know, that's what makes it unlimited. And that's what makes it so extreme as to be a part of narcissistic personality disorder. Yep. Number three, 
So we know he meet number two. Yes. That's two. two. Got all he got to have is five. five. He don't need but five. Three, believes that he or she is special and unique and can only be understood by or should associate with other special or high status people or institutions. Now, the fact that he is wealthy and that he is only surrounding himself with a cabinet of other wealthy people, other CEOs, other yes. executives, billionaires, yeah. people that have privilege, mind you, having said that he was going to drain the swamp of these things, yep. he put more people in a high wealth positions than anybody has ever put in the past. Yep. I think that does that constitute him believing that he is special? But not surrounding himself with people he feels like understand him. Yeah. I think it, it speaks more to that. Not to mention, you know, his reaching out to like Putin and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Again, shit that other people wouldn't dare do. I mean, the fact that he is only communicating with this specific group of people yep. makes me feel like he believes that those people are the only ones that understand him. Yeah. And not only that, but he don't even have a willingness to reach out with somebody that's diverse. No. You know? Mm-mm. Canceled the Mexican president, the meeting with the Mexican president. He didn't demand. He didn't cancel the meeting. But he put a tweet out that said, if you're not ready to pay for this wall, you should cancel the meeting. Yeah. Like, he didn't want to cancel it, but he put a circumstance under which he Where knew he's that. he's going to have to cancel you know, it because so, I ain't coming to talk about that bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. So he's not trying to reach out no. in that way. So Mm-mm. I do believe that constitutes meeting number three. Yep. Criteria number three. Three out of five. Four requires excessive admiration. Oh, my God. Now tell me Donald Trump don't require excessive admiration. All day, every day. As long as you're saying positive shit about Donald he Trump, good. Donald Trump is good. Yeah. As soon as anybody says something negative, he tweeting about you. No. Something negative. Meryl Streep didn't even say his name. Everybody knew who she was talking about, but she didn't say his name. And he got so in his face. She's overrated. She's an overrated actress. Why are you even responding to this? Because he can't help himself. When somebody says something that is not good about him he has to respond he has to respond which the way that you know that a person requires excessive admiration is not in the fact that he says hey i need all of this excessive admiration but it's it's in how extreme they respond to when they're not getting admiration and he always has an extreme snap response to when somebody says something negative about him. no matter who it is now i bet it's a struggle for him right now given that 75% 75% of America's talking shit about him but he can only tweet one person at a time <laughs> and he can't say fuck y'all America he can't you know because he's a president yeah <laughs> he gotta shit, take a I lot of this like shit I feel like at some point he might do that <laughs> I feel like he yeah I can see him doing that listen to me he's saying fuck y'all America with all these signatures he putting you on these right. executive orders you is right because this shit is looking a lot more like a dictatorship Mm-hmm. He is deciding what is right. He is deciding what is good. Yep. He's not using democracy to do that. And I'm afraid that the people around him ain't going to be ballsy enough to say, no, that's wrong. I mean, I'm going to get to this when we talk about his specific things later. But I I have been likening this. I just feel like this is reminiscent of like Nazi Germany, like how it began with Hitler and him spewing all of this stuff about this specific group and people kind of standing around and not really doing anything not really thinking it was going to go as far and then shit just got out of control this feels so much like that to me with the registration for the muslims that he wants like 
it just feels like the beginning of that. And the way that you can tell it happens on such a mass level and how fast it can happen mm -hmm. is as soon as he signed that ban, everybody who was on planes getting off were detained. Yeah. Like the people who are in the legal positions to detain you, they had to follow the rules. Yep. That's how something that massive happens. You know, yep. if tomorrow an order was written for black people to get arrested if they outside. Black yeah. people outside Go going to jail. Arrested, yeah. You know? And you know what? Those forces that are, are going to arrest you, they could say, no, that's wrong. We're not yeah. going to do it. But you know what? At the point that that stuff is written, it's going to be a dilemma. Either a bunch of people going to be, be getting arrested or a lot of people going to be getting fired from their job yeah. and people who will do it are going to replace them. Yep. And when you're talking about taking away somebody's livelihood, they not they probably going to do it. Yep. You know? And again, that's how. But I'll get to that when we talk about okay. the specifics that he does. Either way, he meets number four. He does. That's for he only need one more. <laughs> we just to the four. <laughs> <laughs> number five has a sense of entitlement. Oh, Example: God. unreasonable expectations of especially favorable treatment or automatic compliance with his or her expectations. The motherfucker won't release his taxes. <laughs> <laughs> this mother. <sighs> Like the fact that he believes that he doesn't have to release his taxes, that he is above every single other candidate, potential candidate, anybody that's released their tax earnings. The fact that he believed that he's above them, that is entitlement. The fact that he started the whole birther shit, but you don't want to release your taxes. You hounded this man about his fucking birth certificate for the longest time. But because you're you, you don't have to know. Taxes? What? Mm -mm. He's Donald Trump. The fuck he needs to do that for? So I would absolutely say he has that horrible sense of entitlement, and that's five that he needs. That's five. He got that five, but you know what? We gonna give go y'all the these bonus yes. other four <laughs> to see what it look like. Yes. Six is interpersonally exploitative. Example takes advantage of others to achieve his or her own ends. Yes. Absolutely. Took advantage of the American people to get this position. Took advantage of the housing market. Yep. He take his business ventures mostly have benefited him and hurt other people the countries that he has not banned in this most recent executive are order ones are ones that his business has ties to trump university trump university <laughs> like his whole business model looked like it's around exploiting people yeah you know and he used that exploiting or exploitation money to build golf courses yep so we know he has number six indeed number seven lacks empathy is unwilling to recognize or identify with the feelings and needs of others now i don't know how this relates to like his interpersonal relationships as far as his family goes i mean we can use melania what we're saying with melania <laughs> and the things that he's doing and we don't all of these things ain't in context for example i think the video where it showed her frowning i think it was played in reverse you know, what you know what I'm talking about? It was played in reverse. I think it was played in reverse. That she was frowning and then she smiled when yeah, he turned around? Yeah, the one where he turned around and said something, I think that was played backwards. I think she was frowning first and then she smiled and then after he turned around. Did you, did you see that video? Mm, I saw the video, but I don't yeah. see how it could have been played in reverse. Guess we have to go watch it. Okay. I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I don't know. Okay. But like, that's what... I need to know. It can easily it can easily have been played for the reverse. You know what I'm okay. saying? So what I'm saying is everything might not be exactly how we see it, but it's enough a pattern of enough of questionable stuff to be like, this can't be 
you know, the best thing ever. But either way, that lack of empathy is shown through not being empathetic with people of other uh, faiths, people of other races, races people of other sexual orientation. Exactly. Like the fact that, and you know what? The problem is the Republicans that he's that surrounded him is going to say this is protecting the American people. This is for the American people. But this the, is making things better and safer. You can't say that when the American people, what makes America America is that we embody or are, are, are built up of a bunch of different it ain't just white men white straight men. Yeah, that you can say that if you think the American people are white straight men, but if you think America represents what America is supposed to stand for, then you no. He's not empathetic toward the American people because the American people look like a bunch of different shit. Yeah. You know, now again, if if white, straight, rich men are what America is, then yeah, he does. But if it is supposed to embody everybody that's here, no, he's not empathetic toward the American people. He's not trying to protect the American people. He's trying to protect people that look like him. True story. Which means number seven. Number seven is applicable as criteria. Number eight is often envious of others or believes that others are envious of him or her. He the whole fucking inauguration numbers thing the fact that he copied Obama's cake he is very envious I think of of the everybody didn't like Obama but more people liked Obama than they liked him and I think he reacts to that um in a very like open and and viewable way same way that he think people give a shit about him or or that people are jealous or that like he got little man syndrome (laughs) yeah napoleon he got that napoleon complex going on where he feels like he has to overcompensate for all of the shit that he lacks and he lacks quite a bit of things do you know how napoleon conquered different different nations he, I don't remember. He would go into the nation, right? Mm-hmm. Create inner turmoil, kind of like uh, what the fuck, kind of like the dude did on the Avengers. I mean, oh, Civil War. Yeah, he came in, created infighting, and then once they was fucking each other up, he come from the outside and he conquer. Like just mentioning the Napoleon complex. Shit, it just feels like that he's doing that yes, shit. He is. His whole campaign was meant to stir up America and all of the people that have all of these hateful ass ideas, and that's exactly what happened. We and were now, fighting each other, and he snuck in. Not a motherfucking president. And now he capitalizing on them by mm-hmm. making all of these executive orders, creating all these new rules. The thing is, if anybody who makes decisions. You never want to make too many decisions at one time. It's been he a got week. Four years. It's been a week. <laughs> and he done made like 10, 15 decisions that are going to intersect with one another in some context or another. Mm-hmm. He's not making a decision. Let's see what the outcome of that is. Move forward. He's just rolling back everything that people done put in his ear and told him he need to do. And I feel like that Mike Pence, Paul Ryan, I feel like all them other Republicans just got to go to him and say, you know, the Democrats said that you wouldn't do this. You know that, right? Oh, they said that, did they? Watch mm-hmm. this. Bloop. Sign. Executive order. <laughs> Executive order. I really feel like it don't take much to make him, to manipulate him no, in this situation. I don't think so. I just don't. Mm-mm. He's crazy. Yeah. And the thing is, if he fuck up, they can separate themselves from yeah. him. 
Everybody they can already say he hates wasn't him. A, he wasn't a traditional politician. He fucked up. Everybody hates him already. He's the perfect patsy for them to do what the fuck they want to do. And then when the shit blow up, he the patsy. He gonna be the person that's blamed. He the one that's gonna be in the history books as fucking up and everything. Not them. Needless to say, yes, he meets number eight. He does. And number nine, the last one, which he's met eight out of eight at this point, shows arrogant, hearty behaviors or attitude. <laughs> Every day of his life. Arrogance is, that is his middle name. Yes. I don't know what the fuck J stands for. It should be A. Yes, for arrogance or asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, everything he's been done has been rooted in, in arrogance. Nine and nine. Yeah. He only needed five, folks. He like, very five. rarely do you meet somebody that has all nine of any like honestly if you look at any of the personality disorders i feel like most people are gonna have like one or two of those you know what i'm saying like most people are gonna have something in there rarely do you meet somebody that meets all of the criteria and when you do that's some scary shit because i have had one of those that met all nine they're not the most pleasant of people (laughs) to work with so and i mean i do want to reiterate that this is just a compilation of of pattern mm-hmm. patternistic behaviors yes. that gives a therapist direction in how to deal with that person. Mm-hmm. It's not a be all in all. I mean, I, I love to call him narcissistic personality disorder, but you know he ain't been diagnosed with that. But and you can't own, diagnose based off of solely meeting those characteristics if you haven't worked with him, if you haven't met. You know what I'm saying? Like it takes more than just. Because, observing behavior and look because a lot of it we can't like his interpersonal relationships we don't know anything about yeah we know his relationships is is what we what's being shown yeah but like, we're just basing it off of our limited scope of yeah, what's going on without actually sitting down and having sessions with him and and but also to let you know the dsm isn't just a list of things you got to have the bid it's also diagnostic features yeah which means how it looks so mm-hmm. it gives you some context yeah associated features supporting diagnosis which are other things that you might see in that situation are prevalence development and course gender related uh, diagnostic issues and mm-hmm. differential diagnosis these are just other things that you have to take into consideration yeah, when each, it comes to that each diagnosis has all those accompanying things as well but you know we might be calling a spade a spade yeah (laughs) we just might be yeah but that also leads us into because one of the accompanying diagnoses were was antisocial personality disorder yeah so let's go through the diagnostic criteria of antisocial personality disorder a a pervasive pattern of disregard for and violation of the rights of others occurring since age of 15 years as indicated by three or more of the following now we don't have a strong enough history of donald trump to know how long he's been doing this stuff and or if being the president is just representative of a new way to influence a bunch of people at one time Mm -hmm. either way we are seeing that disregard for the rights of others as it pertains to him and this Muslim ban. Yeah. Him and, you know, this uh, DAPL these pi- and Keystone Pipelines. God. As it pertains to all of these executive orders he's assigning that influences other people. Even scrubbing the White House website of Spanish option. He has disregarded any American citizens that have a primary language of of spanish because in his mind that's not his america that was my whole problem with his campaign slogan of make america great again because my from my viewpoint of 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 watching him his definition of that is make america white again white straight men again like to get rid of all this other stuff that doesn't coincide with what he believes should exist which is just 
people that look like him. Yeah. So the first one is failure to conform to social norms with respect to lawful behaviors as indicated by repeatedly performing acts that are grounds for arrest. Yeah. Now, Donald Trump do have a history of like when yes. it comes to Trump University, when it comes to the discrimination on his apartment, you know, mm-hmm. complexes, when it comes to different things. The that sexual he, assaults that ain't even going to go to trial. Yeah, now. the sexual assaults, <laughs> all of these different things that he's done that ain't going to turn into arrest because of his privilege, but, but would turn into arrest for somebody that didn't have the resources that he had. It shows his disregard for the law for sure. The second one. Deceitfulness as indicated by repeated lying, use of aliases, or conning others for personal profit or pleasure. All his businesses have been conning motherfuckers. Yeah. Per- Trump, University Trump University was a big ass con. Was just his big- campaign was a big ass con. <laughs> Shit. And the repeated lying. Yes. I mean, all he did was lie. He, he literally lying. he literally does shit and say he didn't do it. And you Every time see, he do shit, we saw you. You <laughs> exactly. said it. We can play the shit back for that. Was not nah, say that shaggy looking ass. It wasn't me, <laughs> bitch. It was you. We, we saw you. We saw you. It's we heard on film. you. In this day and age of, of social media, you can't even do that shit no more, motherfucker. We can play it back for you. You did say that <laughs> Exactly Like we have you on, on saying that Yes Okay Impulsivity or failure To plan ahead now, I think what he doing right now Is representative of failure yeah, yeah. Plan ahead And just to be an impulse Like I said Like I really do think That people can come in. The Democrats said You ain't gonna do this Okay <laughs> Executive order We'll show those Motherfuckers like, No thought is being gone Put into this shit yeah. You just signing Executive orders All willy nilly You just doing it Shit, I think him running for president was an impulsive It was. Because, again, I just, he looked so surprised when he won. Because I think he just woke up one morning and was like, I'm going to campaign. I feel like that shit was a bet. I feel like, (laughs) I bet your ass won't run for president. You won't win. How much you want to (laughs) bet? That motherfucker lost that bet. (laughs) Whoever that was. Oh. Some rich motherfucker yeah. from, from Russia. Oh, you know what? I bet it was like uh, trading places. Have you ever watched that with Eddie Murphy? Mm-hmm. What they bet a dollar? They <laughs> fucked with his whole life, and the bet was for a dollar. I bet it was something. So it ain't <laughs> even gonna be no rich big money. They probably betted a dollar that he could win president. I don't know. I don't know because they were super rich on trading places, but they were also very frugal, and so they were just. But he's a, a narcissist, dollar. though. He wouldn't let his time be worth anything that little. He'd be like, no, my time is worth so much more than that. <laughs> if I put, if I win this bet, it's, it's, I'm going, I'm going to take all of your money. That's true. Or a golf course or something. Oh God, <laughs> let's bet a golf course. Some property. Yeah, some shit. Yeah. Probably ain't money because money don't mean nothing to him. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he bet for you know the other dude wife to pee on him. Go to the next one. I <laughs> fucking saying, hate you. So he much. loved that shit. <laughs> he loved that piss. But it got to be Russian on it. Go on. I don't <laughs> okay. want to get into this. <laughs> Irritability and aggressiveness, as indicated by repeated physical fights or assault. I don't. Not physical fights, but he de- irritability and aggressiveness can be shown by his other. It, it, not in like physical. His little bit of little bitty Twitter fingers. Little bitty Twitter <laughs> fingers, indeed. How come his hands are so fucking small? I That's so no weird. Idea. They're like it's weird. Cause it's not like any part of his, any other part of his body is like like freakishly small. It's just his hands. He's like a regular sized person with baby hands. He just probably come from a long line of little hand motherfuckers. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but I think the irritability. You got them cabbage patch doll hands. <laughs> 
Yes. My buddy. You oh remember my that? God, my buddy. My, my buddy. buddy. Wherever I go, he goes. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hate you so much. <laughs> but yes, I feel like the irritability and aggressiveness could be shown through him having to get on Twitter all the time. And Not necessarily through like physical. Yeah, ass. he don't fight, but he I mean he do he verbally assault. He ain't the type of person he who don't assault. Fight. Who he gonna fight with them little hands? That little fist ain't gonna hurt. He gonna have to fight, man. He got people. He got peoples. I don't know if you know heard about this news story, but it's a, a ex KGB spy that's connected to Donald Trump. I'm not through surprised. something that they did, and it's, they say he died of a heart attack, but was found in a trunk. He was connected to some investigation Ain't on Donald Trump. Surprised. I'm not surprised. Oh, I but Donald Trump trying to get on Hillary Clinton level. Let me say, if I was Secret Service, I'd have been that bitch that said I ain't taking no bullet for Donald Trump. <laughs> the one that's being investigated now, that would have been me. I ain't doing it. Go it's ahead an, and fire me. It's Fuck another that video. Shit. It's another video of the Secret Service walking with fake arms. Like they got one real arm and one fake arm, and I think like they real arm is like probably on a weapon or something yeah. like that. It's so stupid, man. I would have been her though. I ain't taking no bullet for them. No, not for him. Sorry. <laughs> Do what you, you will. But I'm just thinking, if you overtly have your Secret Service walking around with fake arms, I would think that if somebody was trying to take you out, that would mean that they should probably take them out first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that don't make sense to me. I don't know, but it's clearly obvious. Yes. That they got fake arms, like <laughs> fake hands. But the fake hands look like his real hands. They I hate smaller. you. I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next one. Mannequin hands. Reckless disregard for safety of self or others. Not himself, but others. Yeah. And I think it's very passive to say that the executive orders are like a direct, directly puts people in harm's way. It does when you're those people. Yeah. But from his vantage point, not necessarily. But it still does that. Yeah, it it's does. just that he can't. Like, I don't know if you could be, a, you could consider that reckless disregard from his vantage point because he don't know what the trickle down ripple effects but are going to be. But he don't care. That's what makes it reckless. He don't give a fuck what the trickle down is. Like, he don't. He doesn't have the ability to be empathetic towards those people, so he don't care. The woman who um, tried to kill herself because she finna be deported back to Chile mm-hmm. took all them pills in the airport. He don't care. Like, I don't. I don't think even if he knew how it would impact them that he would care because he sees this as a part of him making America great again. So who the fuck cares about these people he don't deem Americans anyway? I feel like that's what makes it reckless is that he don't care. It don't. It, he don't have to know. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> consistent irresponsibility as indicated by repeated failure to sustain consistent work behavior or honor financial obligations. The financial obligations. <laughs> now we know University. he ain't been playing people for shit. No. He ain't been paying for shit. He did the Trump University shit. He done been in bankruptcy six times. If you put Trump didn't pay in Google, I'm pretty sure you get a whole <laughs> bunch of damn recounts of motherfuckers that should have got paid but yeah. didn't get paid. Yeah. It was like a lot of the sound people, like people mm-hmm. in the background working with him, campaign people, he lost mm-hmm. a whole campaign team at one point yep. because, you know, they were supposed to get paid and they didn't. He said they were going to get paid and and the last one is lack of remorse as indicated by being indifferent or to or rationalizing having hurt, mistreated, or stolen from another. When people tell him how his his campaign ideals or how, how this is going to impact people, he don't care. 
I've, I've never seen somebody like call him on some shit and he'd be like oh man like he don't care he gotta he either go say oh well we got a plan for that and then not <laughs> exacerbate on the plan because the plan don't exist or yeah. I've never seen him take into consideration or, or give a fuck about how shit affects other people you know the thing about Trump is I've said as it pertains to like a 70 year old I don't think Donald Trump has any more racism, sexism, misogyny than any 70-year-old should have that's existing in America. But I think that's what makes him even more dangerous. Yeah. It's different when you got a, a KKK member with their racism out there, but when you got somebody like Donald Trump that's that got this nominal level of racism that utilizes in the way that he's utilizing it it still make me feel like that regular 70 year old that might not speak negatively about you know black people but have predispositions about them that might not say I'm gonna grab them by the pussy but thinking about stuff like that <laughs> that might not overtly do those things but believe them deep, deep down I think that's what this look like that's why it's dangerous yeah. he's signing legislation that's invalidating a whole bunch of different types of people yeah. if you're brown you're fucked up yep. if you're a woman in some instances you, you fucked, fucked up. up if you're gay if you're gay you're fucked up if you uh indigenous peoples you're fucked up like if you ain't Christian you fuck like you fucked up yeah. in all of these instances in his first week he done shown week us who one. he done shown us who is expendable in America everybody but people that look like him. if you a wealthy rich christian white. straight white man yep. you get the best america gonna offer you get the best american experience you can possibly get even if you have those things well no no, no. so after that it's a woman that have all of those things mm -hmm. if you white woman white woman yes. that have all of those things you get the next best experience in america after that if you white and atheist or not christian your experience is compromised but people for the most leave you alone so you the third after that is i don't even know if lgbt know. is in that because no. you know because wealthy wealthy asian people probably you yeah. know above that yeah wealthy asian people that that, that are successful and whatnot yeah. but the more you start getting brown in america the more that you start being involved in intersectionality in terms of being a woman and something else a woman and a lesbian a woman in black as it starts to intersect with all these other things, the more of those things you have, the more expendable you are. Yeah. You are worth less. And I think that all of the shit Donald Trump doing is showing us who is expendable in our society. And it's terrifying because my black ass is definitely expendable. So what this little piece we just did identifies is Donald Trump is possibly having narcissistic personality disorder. If you don't have that disorder, he has a strong correlation with the patterns that would indicate <laughs> that you have that. And the same for antisocial personality mm -hmm. disorder. Yep. You know, we ain't diagnosing Trump. Because we can't. Because we can't do that. But these are just strong patterns that indicates that, you know, these behaviors are correlated with something that has been identified by a group of professional human behavioralists. So. Indeed. Um, I guess we'll just stick with bullshit ass motherfuckers and go right into Chrisette Michelle. This is the last time I'm talking about this bitch because I done done this three shows in a row. Fuck her. This is the last time I'm going to entertain this shit. And the only reason I feel like I need to entertain this shit is for all of the motherfuckers who was caping for this hoe. For who who was saying, well, maybe she needed the money and we don't know. We don't know. She got on Breakfast Club and she shit on all of y'all who were trying to take up for her. 
She got on Breakfast Club and showed said. her natural black ass. You don't know what say? she said? Oh, okay. Uh-uh. So, one, she said she good. She got shows booked for six months. She ain't in need of money. She didn't do this for the money. She don't need money. She said that she went because she wanted Donald Trump and his cohorts to see what we look like. Because the fact that we had an African American man running this motherfucker for the last eight years, they they haven't gotten a chance to see what we black people look like. Because she said she wanted them to see who they were doing this to, that, to understand who we are. And when Charlemagne asked her if she sat down with Trump, she said, "Did you not see my Basquiat skirt? I had on a Basquiat skirt." That that was showing slaves being hung. Bitch, what? First of all, do you think them rich ass white people in that room knew who the fuck? First of all, that could even see your skirt close enough to even know what the fuck was on it or to even register. Two, that they know who Basquiat is. Like you, your that was your statement wearing that whack ass skirt. That was your statement. That was your big. That's the whole reason you went there was to wear that skirt. Then she tried to gloss over the fact that Donald Trump didn't even respect you enough to shake your hand or speak to you. He, she didn't even talk to this motherfucker. You went to show them what we look like, and you didn't even get a chance to speak to the motherfucker. Steve Harvey at least got to speak to the nigga. You didn't even get a chance to talk to her. And she just kept trying to make it seem like her very presence was all that was needed for her to make the statement that she was going there to make. She also kept saying that all these congressmen and shit are calling her now. And she's in a position where she could like tell them all of this stuff. I call bullshit. I do not believe that there are any congressmen calling Chrisette Michelle ass. I just don't believe it. I need some receipts. I need her to show me some receipts of this shit. I don't buy it. I don't believe. Then she's talking about she got a a show in the work is called No Political Genius because that's the name of that bullshit ass spoken word shit she wrote about it. That is going to take the black girl from the hood. And the white girl from the trailer park who who got similar situations and show them that they have similar situations and then put them in touch with the Congress people in their area so that some changes can be made. Bitch, no, you're not. Like, what are you talking? None of this even makes sense, Chrisette. None of it makes sense. You just got up there and just showed people why the fuck I was right and saying, fuck you. The problem is that this system is fucked up by design. (laughs) It don't matter how goddamn similar your situation is to somebody across town. Y'all gonna take y'all pole broke, struggling ass situation asses to y'all congressman. He gonna say thank you, but I take money from rich people. Exactly. I take my requests in checks. And you realize that there are broke ass, trailer park ass Trump supporters. You realize that there are, are people in the trailer park who would who would say their situation is completely different from the girl in the hood because they white. Exactly. Like you realize that that don't mean shit to people that had that kind of mentality. Like the whole fucking thing didn't make no sense. She trying to act like she's some fucking martyr, like she goddamn Gandhi or something. Like that shit. It was like thirty nine minutes, and I watched all thirty nine minutes, and I just wanted to knock shit over in my house the whole time I was listening to her because she's full of shit. She's full of it. Chrisette, don't nobody believe you. You need more people. 
You need a ton more people. And your fiance don't give a shit about you. And then she gonna Nobody say, that in her circle give a shit about no. her. No. Then she gonna say that because they asked her about you know she she played uh, she sang for uh, Obama twice. She didn't charge him. Okay, but you charged Trump. So if you were really going there to like make this, wouldn't you have gone for free the same way that you went for Obama? Wouldn't you just have gone for the experience alone? And all of these, let me just say this: all of these, not whether it was two hundred and fifty thousand, whether it was seven hundred and fifty thousand, I don't buy that. Chrisette is pulling in that kind of money from an appearance. I just don't. I don't think that Trump would have offered her that much because guess what? You was his last fucking resort. You were the last motherfucker he called because all of the other people that he felt like mattered. As far as entertainment is concerned And as far as people giving a fuck about Had turned him down You were a last resort Like you trying to act like you you so in touch and, and they respect your opinion so much And that's why they asked you Now why were you the last motherfucker he asked In the ninth hour He came to you Because everybody else had told him no With the exception of Jennifer Holiday, Who quickly recanted that shit After she saw what the fuck it was gonna mean for mm-hmm. her She said hell no Mm-mm and that's what I was saying about like when I said that anybody in her circle don't give a fuck about her, <laughs> you know, that don't mean that you can't respect somebody's different ideas. You know, I respect your ideals and shit. But the thing is, if you my homeboy and you about to go sing for Trump, I'm gonna tell you, don't do that shit. If you do that, we can't <laughs> hang out no more. It ain't because you got different ideas. It's about because it's because your life is about to be over. <laughs> And you ain't finna drag me down with your bullshit. Like, don't do this. Please don't do this, nigga. I promise you this ain't gonna go where you wanted to go. Another thing that pissed me off is when they answered, like, Questlove tweeted out he would pay her to not go. If it was about money, this nigga said, I'll pay you. Don't do this shit, Chrisette. Don't fuck yourself up like this. People already don't fuck with you too tough anyway. Don't do I'm this to the fans. I'm paying you to save your career. Don't go. And then she gonna say, I would have paid him to go. Bitch, you ain't got the money to pay. Do you know who Quest Love is? Quest Love of the Roots. Quest Love who got a permanent gig playing for Jimmy Fallon, which white people love. That Quest Love. What you, pay him what, bitch? Quest Love would have cleared your check. Said, I'm here on the behalf of Chrisette Michelle. Broke out in a dashiki in that bitch. Started sea walking on stage and playing some fucking jun- jungle music While out there. Somebody that bitch. was picking his fro with yeah. the black with the black power fist. They, fro. He would have uh, got pick. both of y'all asses kicked out. And you wouldn't have got paid by them, but you would already pay him. And when Charlemagne answered, well, why you didn't walk up in there with a Black Lives Matter shirt? If you're trying to make a statement and you didn't get to even talk to the motherfucker and you were gonna use what you had on. Why not wear but it wasn't the venue for that. But it was the venue for this obscure ass Basquiat skirt, bitch. Girl, <laughs> sit down. Have a stadium of seats. You done lost your fucking mind. And for everybody who kept keeping for her, for everybody who was like, y'all just hating her, we, we don't stand, you know, if this, this, if it was a black man, people wouldn't be saying this. We don't, we always so hard on our sisters and you don't know her financials. Maybe she need... Fuck all of that. She just shit on all. That she did it on fucking um Breakfast Club, and then this bitch got on CNN. The same bullshit. She just shit all over y'all trying to cake for her. So fuck Chrisette Michelle. 
fuck her i don't believe for a second that anybody of any political importance is contacting her for her fucking opinion because they don't give a shit you got up there and you shucked and jived the way they needed you to and now you're gonna go back into obscurity as far as white people are concerned black people gonna remember you as that bitch that sang for trump that's your legacy now so you know congratulations and you, know what? <laughs> you and anybody else that went to the inauguration are forever connected to all of this bullshit yep so as America is burning, bitch, you go out there and twirl in your Basquiat skirt. See how fucking far they get you, bitches. Get on my that shit, man. I just was watching it. Like, is she serious? And you still talking about building this bridge, bitch? You burn bridges with the motherfuckers that supported you. That's what you, you ain't build shit. You burn that shit because the people who did listen to your music. And I'm not gonna sit up here and act like I was a huge Chrisette Michelle fan. I like that song Epiphany. I liked her own um, Jay Z song. That's about all I know about Chrisette, to be honest with you. I'm not gonna I act like, like I was a fan. Oh yeah, a couple of feathers. Outside of that, I wasn't a supporter. But the sh- if I was gonna be, I never would. Now, and for the people who did, because people were buying your albums, you did have a, a little bit of a fan base. You shit all over them. You shit all over them. And this is some of the reason why a lot of people be like, celebrities, shut up, just sing <laughs> or just act. Or just do what it is you specialize that doing, but we don't want to know what's on the inside. I don't want you to. Re- re- I don't want you to ruin my love for you <laughs> by doing or saying some stupid shit. Okay. So, Chris and Michelle fans, the few of you that have existed, <laughs> like I bet y'all conflicted as fuck about this situation. I just seen some of them say fuck her now. I mean, like I now some of them I guess gonna still support. Some people are able to separate the artists from what they do. I'm not really one of those people. I I don't listen to no R. Kelly shit. Again, I'm one of these people. If I bought your song, I'm not going to delete that shit because I don't fuck with you no more because I paid for that shit. That shit is mine. But as far as supporting you going forward, I'm not going to. I would never go to an R. Kelly concert. I think he's a disgusting ass motherfucker. And I'm not going to support him anymore after the bullshit that he did. I'm not able to do that. So if you as an artist, as an actor or whatever the fuck, do some shit that I don't agree with, I'm not going to be able to support it. I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry. This is just like that whole situation. It changed everything because if I get in the car with you and Chris and Michelle playing before all of this shit, just would have listened. Yeah, just shut up. Now <laughs> when I get in the car with you, if I know that it's Chris and Michelle, I'm say you listen to Chris and Michelle. <laughs> you old Trump supporting ass motherfucker. Why the hell is you listening to this shit? Like it's changed the whole dynamic. Yeah. That's what it does. It you does. Know? So fuck her. I, I said it last week I said it the week before But now I feel like I got receipts now For why y'all I said fuck her Why I said it the whole time I knew it was bullshit I knew that little Dumbass letter that she penned Trying to explain Why she was gonna do it Was bullshit And now she's proven That it was bullshit I don't know what I don't know what she I, She might be one of these people Who's of the mindset That any publicity Is good publicity and you know now she been on CNN when she would never have gotten the fuck on CNN prior to this for any reason so she might see this as a win I'm gonna see how your pockets feel hope you been saving I hope whatever money you got from him you you put it in a saving account just try to live off that interest bitch cause I don't know I don't see it for you no more I don't know maybe I'm wrong but I just don't see it for you maybe maybe not whatever but from at one so from an artist that ain't doing shit 
two artists that then made a comeback and for the people who didn't know shit about them that knows a lot about them now i watched the new edition little mini series because it was over the course of three nights on bet when i first heard that this was coming out i don't really have a lot of faith in bet these days i just i feel like they get a hold to shit and they really fuck it all to hell but i will say that that movie was pretty good it really was i learned some stuff about them that i did not know because i did not know michael bivens was a a gangster and that he would fight anybody if you crossed him he was gonna fuck you up didn't know that didn't know that ricky um had a drug problem i everybody knew bobby was doing coke we all knew that shit but before you even watched the shit but i did not know that ricky had a heavy coke problem as well and almost overdosed and shit um have you seen it have you seen the meme they got a meme of uh bobby talking bobby to his, in his front of the Duke. game up yeah. talk about something you need to drink like actually drink he was like but i don't think they're gonna let me do that do you want to be me yeah. or not yeah i saw that shit it was fucking hilarious um what made it so good and i think that if the people that you're doing these like stories about are still living i think it's a good idea to like include like ray ray was an amazing movie and ray charles had a hand in that you know what i'm saying like i love ray jamie fox did an amazing job as that and ray charles had a you know he actually got to well obviously not watch it i guess listen to it before he died mm-hmm. but he was involved he had a say in what went in and what didn't and i feel like because new edition all of the members were so heavily involved that's why it was so good i mean they probably sat down and talked to their doppelgamers and and helped them you know become them because all of the boys did an amazing job as who they were supposed to be it was just really cool you know what i'm saying so um so so Three of the members went to form Bell, Bill, DeVoe. BBD. Yeah. Johnny Gill went off and did his solo thing and yeah. eventually got with LSG. Yeah. Bobby Brown always stayed by himself after that. Yeah. Because you can't work with Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> Bobby's a single individual. He, he ain't really a group kind of person. So, yeah. And Johnny Gill was only there for like the like the last album, I think. Like after they rep- they had to replace bobby and then because mm. they didn't do a lot as new addition like new stuff after that because oh, uh, then they start and then ralph Tra- Tresvant mm-hmm. went his own what it was not i didn't even remember the one song that he had that was popular <laughs> um and what's crazy the way that it all started with ralph being offered a um i'm gonna fuck this all up for anybody who hadn't watched it it, it was on the you i mean you either watched it or you didn't or you're gonna have to like try to stream Clearly it somewhere. the story of new edition yeah so i mean yeah probably, people probably knew this shit before the movie yeah i mean i didn't know that ralph got offered a, a um solo deal and he was like no i want my friends to come along um so it could have been no new edition could never have happened because the uh the guy that they initially started working with only wanted ralph because he felt like he was the voice um so i didn't know that i didn't know they got fucked over like tlc did they mamas <laughs> waiting on this check all of them living in the projects that's how they knew each other because they all lived in a the same, same project area and they waiting on a check to pay these bills and shit the first check they get was for a dollar 87 that was supposed to be split amongst the five families 
Shit. They got fucked over a lot as far as like money is concerned. They weren't, you know, first of all, they, they kids, kids. Yeah. But their parent, their moms that live in the project, you know what I'm saying? They don't have the the education or the ability to know what they're looking at when they're allowing their kids to sign these contracts. And so they got taken advantage of quite a bit. And they did not make as much money as they, they probably should have for as big as they were during the time that they were big. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people took advantage of them. And Dang. I think that's one of the downfalls of, like, rising to stardom as, like, a, a, a kid like that because mm-hmm. you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And if your parents don't know or you don't have people around you that know, it's very easy for you to get taken advantage of because it's so easy to word these contracts in a way that fucks you where you don't you do all of this shit and don't see shit for it. Yeah. Because their mom, they they touring and 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 so well known, and they they family still living in the projects. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was a good. BT did a, a good ass job. Like I enjoyed the shit out of it. it. It was long as fuck, but it didn't even seem as long. Like I streamed it, so you know I ain't have to watch. I think people was complaining a lot about the. Um, the commercials, I ain't had to deal with that shit. So, yeah. but um, it was good. Yeah. It was really good. That's what's up. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I'm not going to watch it. I really just wanted to see Bobby act a fool because I knew he was going <laughs> to act a fool, and he did. This motherfucker, when he left the group at a concert, was like, "This last time Bobby Brown gonna be singing with New Edition." And basically just took the mic and just threw that shit behind him and walked the fuck off stage. Then the nigga came back on stage because they, you know, trying to, okay, we can't, we still got to do this concert. So they they went on with the concert. This motherfucker come back on. He didn't put on a, a robe, a silk ass robe with BB on it. So you know it's, it's him. And snatched the mic and just started singing. Bobby was crazy here. Bobby was snoring crack early. Or not crack, cocaine. He was doing cocaine early. Well. And getting into trouble all the time and knocking bitches up at an early age. Like, I knew Bobby was going to act a fool. Because, I, I mean, you already know that from just seeing it. So, yeah. I mean, I originally, I wasn't going to watch it because when New Edition came out, I was a kid. I was like a toddler. Because this was in the 80s and I was born in 84. So, when they were doing all of this shit originally, I wasn't even cognizant of it. So, like, I came to their music later on as I was growing up and the people around me were listening to it still. But I was a kid, two years, like a toddler, when they were, like, first touring and shit. So, But it was pretty good. If you didn't watch it, I would suggest it. It's a good watch. If you like shit like Temptations and, like, it's a good... Five Heartbeats. Five Heartbeats. Ray, like I said, it they, it's on that level. I think they did in them, and I think it's because when you include the artist, and this is a group who had to agree on what shit was gonna go in and like how the shit happened. I think it makes it more authentic as opposed to when you just got motherfuckers gathering information and trying to tell the story. Yeah, like with the Leah shit and yeah. I bet, I bet they was in the room talking about Bobby you know your ass was high you know you was high when you did that damn shit no I wasn't I wasn't high I just was in a bad mood nigga you I seen that white under your nose all you doing sniffing the whole time nigga you was high yeah I'm, I'm about sure to leave this damn conference like I left that damn stage <laughs> I'm sure it was a, a no no a Bobby journey. you're under contractual agreements you can't leave this unless you want to 
pay a fine. And you know, he ain't, <laughs> exactly. these days, Bobby ain't trying to do that shit. Yeah, so. he ain't wilding out like yeah, that. Yeah, no. But yeah, it was good. It was a good watch. Okay. So we're going to end this episode doing a whole list of Donald Trump's first week of all of the bullshit that he's done. And I mean, you still don't think the prayer is going to happen? No. The purge is not going to happen. Purge and I'm going to tell you exactly right. why the purge ain't going to happen. Why? Because the purge gives every single person, brown, <laughs> LGBT, Muslim, the same bearing of being able to attack white people as anybody else. That's true. So the purge can't happen because it's going to give me the same gun as they got. Okay. Hungry. See, what's going to happen is they're going to give us Nerf guns and they're going to have shotguns. <laughs> that's what that's what a purge will what, look like. Okay, Hunger Games. Hunger Games 2018. Hunger Games 2018. It was the poor people that was doing the Hunger Games. Nah, I don't think so. Why not the Hunger Games? Because the whole... May the odds forever be in your favor. I think that a lot of us will... I think a lot of people will have to be dead. Like, I think of a nuclear war happen. Then I think that the Hunger Games could happen after that. But right now, the Hunger Games can't happen. Why? Because there's too many people that ain't going to put up with that. They start taking away your shit and your liberties like he already fucking doing. What choice you going to have? They ain't going to let him take no guns away. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they ain't taking no guns away. <laughs> Matter of fact, he done lifted some bands on some guns, some yeah. certain type of guns. And he, not, he hadn't lifted bands, but in some of his past interviews, he's talked about lifting yeah. bands on certain type of guns. So Touche. He ain't taking our guns away. I love to see him going <laughs> Compton trying to do this shit. That'd be fucking Compton hilarious. got guns they ain't supposed to have no way. <laughs> <laughs> just like, but just like Little Rock, Arkansas, do. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we always talk about Compton, we always talk about Chicago. Chicago ain't even the top ten on I the know, most dangerous yeah. list. That shit he said about that tweet, he need to stop fucking tweeting. Talking about he gonna send the feds and go ahead with the list. <laughs> let me right. not get on that tangent. So this is done by the project. They got a Facebook page. The project they did all the work. I just watched the video and typed all this stuff out. But it's stuff I knew about. But they just put it in the form, you know, of this list. He signed for the rollback of Obamacare. Clearly, which is this which is, is be, actually the Affordable Health Care Act. It's the same and motherfuckers shit. did not know that they utilize it <laughs> till it got till shit start getting real. Then it's like, oh shit, that's going to affect me. Yeah, it's the Affordable Health Care Act. Obamacare is something that they put on it so that people would dislike it more. It's actually the Affordable Health Care Act. Which this immediate snap reaction of wanting to roll it back. It's a lot of insurance companies that have said, we're pulling out if y'all don't yeah. have a replacement. So this has the big potential to bite them in their ass so big yep. that they can't really recover from that in public opinion. Yep. Because it's going to mess with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, he took over the nuclear codes. Now, this is the first week, everybody, which clearly... That's <laughs> why Trump, I said the Hunger Games is coming, but go on. If nuclear codes was a Twitter status, we dead. Yep. Just want to let y'all know that. He getting his feelings one day. Boom. Clearly, it's not that easy, you know, because he got to go through a lot of steps to do that. And well, I shit, assume, I didn't think it was gonna be this easy for him to do the Muslim ban. And the nigga did that shit quick as fuck. Man, I assume somebody would tell him this. This is not a reason to start a nuclear war. They no, ain't Donald been telling Trump. him no so they far. They haven't been telling him no. They haven't been telling him no. So that's he. De he declared January twentieth inauguration day, which. Ain't no president ever felt like the inauguration was enough important enough to have a fucking day for it. I mean, and not only that, but don't the inauguration just happen once every fucking four years? Yes, it does. Then why the fuck would every year need to be on January 20th inauguration day? If that I don't get, make sense. If I get off work, I'm with it. That's the only way. <laughs> I ain't even finna get off no damn work. Well, then I ain't with it. 
I mean, I guess it wouldn't surprise me if he made it a government holiday since he's doing shit like freezing the government. We'll get to that in a minute. His senior advisor called that, oh, the Secretary of Press lied about uh, the size of the inauguration. The first (laughs) fucking day after he got in, this goes back to him being narcissistic. Why the fuck you care so much about this shit, man? Like, you care this much that people... First of all, we have photographic evidence that there were more people at Obama. Like, you can't tell me when I got eyes that this shit wasn't bigger. I'm sorry it was. You got this man coming out here lying and then motherfucking um, Kellyanne coining alternative facts because she trying to take up for him. Yep. After that, his senior advisor called that alternative facts. <laughs> he ordered the National Park Services off of Twitter after they posted the comparison for Obama's and inauguration. And they said fuck him and made all of these alternative All Twitters. of these different people that made yes. all these different alternative personal Twitters that are for those services. Yep. That aren't under the government regulation. Yep. And so if he take that away from them, it's starting to get into free speech. Yep. You can't take it away from the individual. So it's, it's creating a lot of different situations. But the fact, the irony of his fucking Twitter rants and Twitter reactions, but to be in the power to say that these other people can't do that same because thing. Because he's special. Again, it goes back to him being narcissistic. narcissistic. <laughs> he planted staffers to cheer at a speech that he had at the CIA. Again, <laughs> narcissism. What the fuck? Really? Because he has to be admired even if it's paid admiration. The and fuck? the crazy thing is the CIA knew that they weren't just regular motherfuckers. They were like, they came in with him. <laughs> Why they clapping and cheering so high and loud? It's just crazy. It's crazy. He is crazy. Fake ass admiration is better than just he the gotta facts and reality. Gotta have it. He bypassed anti-nepotism laws to hire his son-in-law in the White House. I'm so That made me so mad. Uh, I uh, whatever. So it's just generally no respect for American laws and nope. the way that the system was set nope. up. No respect. None. They did this shit for a reason, and they are allowing it. That's why I'm. That's what give me the red ass. They are allowing it. The White House has confirmed that he will never release his tax records. Donald Trump withdrew America from the TPT, TPP, which is the Trans-Pacific Partnership, which is basically a free trade agreement. And clearly, free trade agreement come with pros and cons. But the fact that we have intertwined with a bunch of other different co- countries in this regulation, the fact that he pulled out of it without any kind of deliberation, any kind of communication, anything is just... It is just still not respecting of the American democracy process. There are people in our country that, you know, voted for that and that value that change. And the fact that he just willing to roll it back like that is just not respectful to American politics. Nope. It's alleged that his businesses took money from foreign governments, which is a breach of the Constitution. And lawsuits have come from that. Um, repeated claims of voter fraud. Uh, was real and people being registered in two states was a problem you know he talked about three to five million people have you know voted and i think them numbers come from just the amount of the popular vote that hillary got over him i really believe that that's where that number come from and it come to to find out that back to narcissism you won motherfucker (laughs) do you know that do you know you won and then when his daughter and somebody else his secretary of press son-in-law his youngest daughter tiffany his white house strategist steve bannon and his treasury secretary steven mnuchin are all registered to vote in two states so the thing that you're saying is a big problem with fraud wouldn't it be beneficial for you to not have people in your cabinet in your family and in your circle a part of that system that's bullshit it is reinstated a global gag rule order that offers 
support for women wanting an abortion. So anybody that is looking for any kind of support related to abortion, he's uh, stopping that. And I think that's something that was initiated in Ronald Reagan's presidency. I'm not sure, but it, it's, at some point it got put to the side, and now he reinstated that. That what was that the one where it's a room full of white men making this decision I about so. women's re- like what? That, not man, woman in the room, just a bunch of white ass men sitting around a table while he's signing some shit that ain't got shit to do with him that's or anybody the, in the fucking room. That's the story of America. That's some bullshit. I mean, even to the point that it used to be that women couldn't even vote for who the men in the room was going to be. I mean, women can vote for that now, but it's still not a system that's representative of women because it it, it only allows... It's based on It allows being... women to vote for the people that's going to vote against their interests. Yeah. And and they vote against their interests most of the time. Yep. And especially Republicans. And I'm not even saying Democrats like have a fucking patent on voting for women's right exclusively because at the end of the day they still men, still live in a misogynist uh environment. Yeah. And they still over forty. You know, so they do have a particular set of views. But I think what the Democratic Party does is try to create legislation that helps marginalize the groups. As to where the Republicans feel like the only way to help those marginalized groups is to, you know, throw them in the water and hope that they can swim. If they sink, they just sink. So, I mean, that's fucked up. He did a permanent ban on using federal funds for abortion. He vowed to cut money to domestic violence program against women, national arts and humanity, legal services, minority business development programs, public broadcasting, and the Office of Energy Efficient and Renewable Energy. When you start fucking with PBS, though... Exactly, man. Like, Where the fuck what? do I watch, might watch Mr. Roger Neighborhood so and Sesame Street and motherfucking? Well, I don't know if Sesame Street still on PBS. This it might American be on something else right now. Pie. How the fuck you gonna take fuck with Sesame Street? The fuck? Ghost Rider, man. Wishbone. Oh my, what's the story of Wishbone? All that shit was on PBS. Bullshit. That was my whole childhood. Shit. Fuck that guy. Tell me about it. <laughs> He scrubbed the White House site of Spanish um, access, uh, LGBT, civil rights, and climate change, which the the latter don't really surprise me because those are not platforms that they, they you know, campaign on. But the Spanish part, really, he, he took the option for people who are American citizens that speak Spanish as a primary or secondary language. Oh, he took that away from you. You didn't know that American citizens don't speak Spanish. American citizens speak English. That's bullshit. Overturn the oil projects that could cause environmental issues for those communities. So we talking about the Keystone Pipeline. We talking about DAPL. Then they just have a gigantic fucking oil spill after he did that shit. They the reason that nobody want they already they got a whole bunch of lawsuits going on against the you know the safety of that situation. I mean, I, there is never a say there is never a situation where you can put a deadly chemical up under a whole stream of water that you shouldn't have a problem with. There is no way to 100% guarantee that that's not going to leak into the environment. And the problem is with Flint, you find out that the government knew that the pro- the water situation was a problem and they just let people die and get sick and going to have issues for the rest of their life. This are not these are not situations we should be, be creating. And I think that's the problem when it comes to energy and shit. Like I understand some conserv like I some shit that conservatives say makes sense, some shit that or Republicans say makes sense, some shit that Democrats say makes sense. Conservatives want to stay deep in the pack. I keep saying conservatives. Conservatives and Republicans are different. Different. Republicans want to stay in the past. They want to conserve as much as possible. Uh Democrats 
want to progress as much as possible. So sometimes the prog progress that they want to do is too far in the future for where we are right now. But sometimes we are too far in the present from the past that the conservatives want to maintain. Republicans want to maintain. So it's one of those situations where if George Bush and his family have made his money in, in coal and oil, why in the world would they want to create new ways uh, of technology? Why would they want to invest money in energy? They're going to take their business away. Yeah. That's what's keeping our society stagnant. The fact that there's so many businesses tied into what keeps our, and what has built our country that we can't see other ways of looking at it. Mm -hmm. But that's fucked up. Yep. And it's stupid. It is. He ordered a media blackout for the EPA Department of Agriculture and Human Health Services just because they they don't believe in the shit that they talking about climate change and all that shit um, regulations, FDA, all this different shit so that's a problem USDA, uh, regulatory and hiring freezes on government agencies except for the military and some public safety sectors so if you thought you was finna get that motherfucking promotion bitch, no you're not bruh, and if you got hired and you quit your job and you packed your whole family up and you got ready to move across the world for a government job whoo, I feel bad for you yep. but I hope you voted for Trump <laughs> <laughs> let me see imposed a ban on all refugee intake with an indefinite ban on Syrian refugees drafted a plan to have Americans asylum program Iran, Iraq, Yemen, Libya, Somalia, Sudan blocked all new visas for them countries. Them, they can't come here. Period. Um, we'll open CIA black sites around the world to reintroduce torture as an interrogation technique. Redirected funds to start building a wall that the Mexican president has continued to deny that he was, wasn't going to build. And the exact verbatim words of we not paying for no fucking wall. <laughs> then Donald Trump added okay so the president was supposed to meet the Mexican president. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump was supposed to meet the Mexican president. Donald Trump tweeted that if you're not ready to pay for the wall, then you should probably cancel this meeting. And he canceled the meeting. But then Donald Trump added a 20% tax on Mexican imports to start paying for the wall. He announced that he will publish a weekly list of crimes created committed by immigrants. He stripped funds from cities that provide sanctuary for immigrants and he laid the groundwork for massive deportation. Tell me this don't sound like Nazi, like the beginnings. Tell me this, like, I just don't, if this is the first week, I don't know where we go from here. And that's what's scary. This was a lot for a first week. This was a lot of sh bad shit. What I will say is. I understand Republicans that everything that Donald Trump is doing goes into your ideological beliefs. Same thing for conservatives, which I'm going to do a video later on the difference between Republican and conservative. But a lot of these things are falling under your ideological beliefs. I get it. But they are at the cost of what democracy actually is. The value of democracy is found in how much we can accept differences of opinions but work to a common solution for all of these issues the fact that donald trump has come in here decided what the problems are and signed executive orders to fix in his way what those are because i don't believe his ways of fixing this shit is all the republican way i think it's mostly it's a lot of it is but mostly it's the donald trump way of fixing this shit because you know when he signed all of those executive orders at the end he said shit like um 
also dependent upon negotiations with, you know, with me or the United States of America. So it's just really, really fucked up that he's mm-hmm. doing that. And if you're a Republican, I understand that all of this shit is going your way. But do you really? Because that's a di- that's a step closer to a dictatorship. It's a step closer. Him making the decisions, your party making the decisions that they making for this country. I mean, and a lot of Republicans gonna look, we'll hear this and say, you know, the country been going in the wrong direction under you know Democrat leadership. But that's how dictatorships start. Yep. One group saying, hey. It's going in this way. And then what if the next president is a little bit more extreme than you are as a Republican? And they start signing executive orders that you don't agree with. But now they executive orders. And we voted that person in. It's going to eventually turn into a situation where you can't do shit about how extreme it's gotten until it turns into a leader that's saying, nah, we ain't. this is how we're going to run the yep. country. This is how I'm going to run the country. And then it's a, it's a nation right now that got a leader that just won't leave. And he just there. And he's still running the show. Like that can happen. I don't know yeah. why people think that can't happen it, here. It ain't, nobody gonna, ain't nobody gonna stop it from happening. So the way we gotta stop it is through a certain type of democracy in which we gotta work together at some point. Yep. You know, Donald Trump don't represent that working together. Fuck that guy. Anyway, that's all I got. All right. Anything else on your mind? The dogs are still driving me crazy. Of course. Cause Remy's apparently he's a real puppy. He is. It's opposed to Kingston. Who embodies the spirit of a cat? We're not gonna do this. He's not a cat. It's or done he now. doesn't I just have said it. he does not have characteristics of a cat. Yes, he does. He's just a cool. Listen, y'all, ass dog. Kingston has never torn up a shoe. No. Okay. Mm-mm. If you got a dog, you done lost some shoes. <laughs> if you got a cat, you have never lost shoes. <laughs> Kingston don't do it. He not destructive like that. Like he just chill. He now nah, if you if it's some food shit, you drop any food anywhere, he can get into some food, he gonna eat that shit. But like shit like shoes and shit. No, Remy put everything in his mouth. Every I don't give a fuck what it is. He is gonna chew it. No matter what the fuck it is. Chew everything. Drives me crazy because he's a dog. I got on chewed up shoes right now. <laughs> they are chewed up. The fuck. Huh. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. until we find the next conversation, we out. Holla. Mm-hmm.